Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. I got a new dog. Yay. If you're watching the video on YouTube, you can see him. Yes, he's like 30 pounds and sitting in my lap and he's trying to eat the microphone. <laughs> he's trying to eat the microphone. Oh my gosh. So this is Loki. He is a Euro Great Dane. So he's the one with the big old ears and the blocky head and his uncle weighs 200 pounds. So, and we have his uncle. So he's our new, he's my baby. He follows me around everywhere. It makes me so happy. I with love my it. Mic. I love it. But he doesn't ever leave you alone. Like he wants, he thinks he's an actual baby. He does. He actually lays on his back and like in my arms, like with his feet up, just like a baby would lay. And then now he sleeps in bed with me. And my husband was laughing because he has to, he has a pillow in between us now. (laughs) And he sleeps on it like a person. Like he like literally lays his head up there and then his body and yeah, and he roots his way over and puts half of his head on my pillow. So oh my he definitely thinks he's a person. He does. Oh. He's also like imprinted on you. I think, I don't know if that's a word, but like, I think so <laughs> he like seriously loves you. So we were on a client call together, Crystal and I, and she, she all of a sudden <laughs> is like looking under her desk and she goes, you need to behave. <laughs> yeah just stop her her microphone was still on so it was so funny because the client's like looking (laughs) (laughs) not you client the dog yeah 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 it's bad you need to behave you need to behave get your shit together (laughs) I Uh, love it so much speaking of get your shit together I think there's some marketers out there in the world that need to get their shit together because apparently they've been saying dumb things. I know. I keep hearing this. And so this might offend some people, (laughs) but if one more marketer tells me that organic marketing is dead or a waste of time, I think I might lose my mind because most of the time I just do this awkward like grin because I don't want to just come out and go you're completely wrong and I'm such a nice person so I just let them talk but in my head I'm like word of mouth marketing is the most powerful marketing on the planet and that's basically what organic digital marketing is right yeah so when Crystal's (laughs) pitching this topic for the podcast and she says this like I think we need to address all the people who say that organic marketing doesn't work I'm like who says that what, who are these You're like, who? That say that and how is this a thing like are they are they idiots like yeah <laughs> well you know I think it goes back to you know we could probably discuss this with with like the feminine masculine even view lens on it I don't know but I feel like the people who tend to say that tend to be men who run agencies or market in a way that is a mass quantity spend, you know, money on ads and everything's a numbers game. Yeah. It's a completely different like view, I think of people, of businesses and of marketing. Right. And I just think, I mean, I, okay, let's be honest, paid marketing can work, but paid marketing without an underlying organic strategy and this digital world that we live in is so much more expensive. So Mm -hmm. even if you do want to have a paid marketing strategy, if you have an underlying core marketing strategy, that's organic, 
you're going to reduce your costs exponentially. Right. And I well, stand and by that. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. And to piggyback that thought, let's just give consumers a bit of credit that they're smart mm-hmm. and that at least I, if I see an ad that piques my interest, I investigate and click on the page. And if it was created last week and now I'm getting an ad, I don't trust the company. Right. Me either. And honestly, I mean, so let's go back to like this word of mouth marketing. So when, if I tell you that I'm awesome, that's great. You've heard from me, but if someone else comes and tells you that I'm awesome, you're more likely to believe it. Yes. So that's how word of mouth marketing supports paid marketing. That's how this organic thing works. Because if you're just paying for it, then you're just basically throwing money at the machine to go and say, hey, buy from us, buy from us, buy from us. And that's all they ever hear is buy from us. Yeah. There's no relationship. It's just buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my shit. And they think if they put it in front of you enough, you're going to cave. Right. And there's not enough. uh, Okay. So also, is this the case if they're just selling a product? Because if you're selling a service, it's really, really hard to just over and over again, say, buy my stuff. (laughs) Like that's so boring and so annoying. Get out of my face Mm -hmm. because there's so much more you need to tell people. You've got to educate them. We need to tell them the why we've got to justify the purchase. We need to tell them stories that make you human and why they want to work with you and not the other HVAC guy or the plumber down the street. And you know, what makes you different? People want to know your passion. They want to know what makes you different. They want to know all of that. And if all you're doing is saying, I'm awesome (laughs) buy my thing, I'm awesome buy my thing. Like that doesn't, that you're like a a kid, like jumping up and down in the candy store going buy buy me this mom, buy me this. And it's just like a pogo stick of like, yeah, stop. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it anymore. I think that people tune out. Yeah. So even if you are going to use a paid marketing strategy, if you've built out this underlying core of content that you're using, that's in your, inside of your organic quote unquote funnels, you know how much I hate that word, but that's what it (laughs) is. If it's inside of that, then you can also run ads that bring people into that without saying buy my thing. It's like, Hey, come read some information that I have to share with you. Hey, come look at my social media. Hey, come look at my website where I've got my blog posted. Hey, come Mm -hmm. listen to my podcast. It's free and it's fun and it's cool. Okay. And to piggyback this about word of mouth marketing, I've always said digital marketing or social organic social media is word of mouth marketing on steroids, because in this day and age, If Amy comes to me and says, Crystal, you should look at this thing and buy it. I'm still going to go to that thing's website or that thing's social media and look at it and see if it's my vibe. Even based on your recommendation, I'm probably not just going to buy it. I'm going to do a bit of investigating. So this is why an organic strategy is important for a smart consumer who's looking at that. They need to be able to see what you are about, who you are, what you're about, what you're passionate about, what your causes are, what your, what your vibe is. Like if we don't vibe, I don't even care that somebody recommended it to me. I'm not going to buy it. And, and so that's one type of consumer. And then there's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Crystal recommends something to me, I've already bought it. Like I'm She's, like, yes, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Where do I put my credit card? Because you recommended it to me. 
but I'm not going to necessarily buy it. If I see an ad, if I see an ad, I'm like, Oh, look, they're just trying to sell me something. But Mm -hmm. if someone else shows me the thing and it's the exact same thing two days later, I'm like, Oh, I got to buy that. Right. Um, Well, it's like whenever we hear it from like our spouse and then someone else tells us we believe it. Like, right. Like it's almost (laughs) like the ad is like your spouse going, you should do this. And you're like, and then your friend, best friend goes, so you should do this. And you're like, Oh my God, you're so right. And then you go to your spouse and say, so they said this and your spouse goes, yeah, same thing I've said for a week. It's like the same thing. (laughs) Yes, it is exactly the same thing. You are absolutely right. But I think in both cases, regardless of the type of buyer that you are, so, you know, Crystal, who doesn't trust me and doesn't trust (laughs) what I recommend to her and is going to go investigate on her own, she's going to need to see that organic marketing so she can buy after she hasn't trusted me. Then there's me that only just takes... I'm going to start recommending the most wacky things then see if you buy them. <laughs> then there's, there's people like me who, if my friend recommends it, but do you see, they wouldn't have, my friend's not going to recommend it off of an ad. They're going no. to recommend it off of your solid marketing that caused them to buy it in the first place that caused them to like it or be interested in mm-hmm. it in the first place. And so both cases require that, that organic strategy that's going to make people love your product or service and want to buy it and connect with it on on a human level. Right. Well, and think about in your newsfeed, like I see people share things that they like and I then go look at it and then, you know, either start following them or doing something like that. That's literally word of mouth marketing in a different way because it's going to the masses. So think about me making a recommendation on Facebook to something I'm no longer just recommending it to Amy. I'm recommending it to 2,000 people on my Facebook or 4,000 people on my Instagram or 15,000 people on our TikTok. You know, it's, do you see how powerful that is? It's like one recommendation reaches so many more people where used to, you would have to tell your, you know, your friend at your mom's group or at church or wherever you go hang out, you would make a recommendation and then that person would tell someone, et cetera, et cetera. But this way is just literally like, it's like a bullhorn. Like, yes. oh my God, I recommend this. And then you've got all these eyeballs looking at this thing. Yes. And honestly, so I, I'm just thinking about what you just said about sharing to all the platforms. So mm-hmm. you're so good about that. And you're so good about getting whatever it is out there on every platform. And yeah. I'm really good at like telling you about things. So how many times <laughs> have I recommended something to you? Then she yeah. goes and does her investigation because again, established right. no trust. <laughs> <She> goes, <laughs> investigates, watches it, does it, whatever, does her thing. And then she comes back and like recommends it on all of those channels. So you're welcome. Everybody yeah, who's every- ever recommended something to <laughs> me and I recommended it to her and she posted it for you. You're yeah. welcome. Yep. That's it. That's how this works. Actually, you know, I've always been like, I mean, I love affiliate marketing, but I'm an affiliate marketer who never gets paid because I recommend shit and never have the links or anything. I'm just like, this is so great. And then for example, at Social Media Week Lima, I drove some of the other speakers to eat Mexican food in my new RAV4 and somebody went and bought a RAV when they got home. And I was like, man, Toyota should have paid me for that recommendation. (laughs) Word of mouth marketing. See, they trusted Mm -hmm. I had something to say about this vehicle. They rode in it with me, blah, blah, blah. But if he had just walked on a car lot, he would have felt like he was being sold. That is absolutely true. That that In that case, it's called ass and seat marketing though. Yeah. 
ass in seat marketing. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that anybody who's out there telling telling people that they just need to pay for ads is trying to sell you their services and make a buck off of selling their services, which let's just be honest, nine times out of 10, they're also charging you a fee based on, or a percentage of your ad spend. Yes. So so many of these companies out there that do that kind of marketing, it's a percentage of, it's a flat fee plus percentage percentage of of ad spend, spend, which Mm -hmm. It's also completely against everything that I believe in too. Me so, too. Cause right. I've always been like, okay, so it's a flat fee and then your ad spend is you do it on your own. And that's something we came together and agreed on as well, because you're like the only other person who I've ever met who runs and did their agency ads that way. Because yes. I just, I mean, I think we covered this on another podcast, but I think industry standard is what 10 to 20%. maybe 15 at the most there's agencies doing it for 30. So 30% of what you're willing to spend on ads is going to that agency. Plus the fat flat fee they're charging you. I mean, it's just insane. insane. It's completely insane because you need, especially if your most of your strategy doesn't have the organic marketing too, you need all of that ad spend to be able to get you good results and Mm -hmm. charging for ad spend doesn't guarantee results. Now, if somebody wants to charge for results, like if they could charge for attributed sales and they wanted to do a percentage of attributed sales, okay, I can get behind that. That's Mm -hmm. not what we do. It's so true, but I could get behind that better than I can just pay me flat 30% off the top (laughs) of your ad spend, because that's money you need to get in front of clients. And it's money that they're taking away from your ability to get in front of clients. And they're basing their strategy on getting you in front. It's a numbers game, right? Getting you in front of a numbers. That's what I was going to say. It's a numbers game where I think organic marketing, I'm just going to say it. I think that organic marketing is harder than running an ad in many ways, because you have to understand human behavior and how a strategy is going to be put together to get people to take action, to share the brand. And that to me takes more creative strength than it does to write ad copy and put money behind it. It also takes, you know, the ability to foresee what's coming down the road or how to just fine tune and adjust. And I'm going to go back to, I think that both of us have like a liberal arts kind of like degree. I know yours is in English. Mine was in liberal arts, literally like psychology and sociology. I think that that's what makes us stronger in the creative game of organic marketing is understanding human behavior. Like that's really marketing. Right. For sure. And and word of marketing, word of marketing, word of mouth (laughs) marketing really does require that, that you're understanding how people behave, what they're looking at, what the trends are. And it is more difficult because you actually have to stay on top of all of the trends and you have to keep doing it over and over again. You can't keep posting the same thing and expecting people to share it. You've got it every single week, every single month, you have to have a new, a new focus. You've got to stay on top of the trends. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a more difficult, there has to be more thought put into this campaign and what you're doing, but it's more effective for you as well. And it costs you less because like Crystal yeah. said, she can post out there on our TikTok channel and right there, we're getting all, you know, that's 15,000 people that are going to see it or mm-hmm. on some of the other channels that we have. And then if those people start sharing 
And some of the people that follow us have way more followers than we do because we started our channel when we started our podcast, right? right. So they share it and now they're in front of a hundred thousand people. And then one of them shares it and it gets in front of 500,000 people, right? So it grows so quickly, but it has to be share worthy content. And well, let's just important. tutor our own horn a little bit here. We have a podcast that we've never put ads behind. We've never really marketed this thing like it should be. Our podcast is from word of mouth marketing. Like people recommend it. I mean, we had, we went international not too long after we started it because a fellow marketer in Ireland shared us to all of her people and said, you know, listen to this podcast. That's powerful. And to downplay that, I think is just stupidity, laziness in many ways, because you're, you're just saying that the one type of marketing that's been around since the beginning of time doesn't work anymore, which is just, no, it's just works even better now because people have easy access to more people. Absolutely. I agree with that one, 100%. You have, we have access to all kinds of people all across the globe now that we can put out there. But to your point, yes, our podcast is, is very popular and it gets seen and our numbers are increasing and we've already started to bring in our own brand deals and stuff like that based on how popular mm -hmm. this podcast has become with very little marketing and definitely no paid marketing. But we didn't put out one episode. We put out a <laughs> new true. episode every week, every week, right? Consistency. Consistency matters. Being, you know, having your topics. I mean, you heard me say at the beginning when, you know, that we pitch topics, like we treat this like a real deal. You got to mm -hmm. pitch your topics. You've got to decide what you have 30 minutes to chat about or 45 minutes to chat about and that you think is going to be interesting to other people. Right. So there's a, there's a thought process behind it. There's a strategy behind it. It's not like we created one episode and we're like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it. No, no. No, and I think that that's what makes just our agency a bit different. And I know we've talked about it a little bit is we're really honing in on like this grassroots marketing thing. And I think that's what makes us so powerful and different is we, I mean, we have a client right now who we have helped so much with their engagement and sharing. And it's all because we got the buy-in of them and we got the buy-in of their people. Mm -hmm. They're doing their marketing for them because now they feel like there's a connection there and there's like that they're being seen and heard and they want to share all the big and powerful things that are going on in this organization. And whenever their clients see their posts, it resonates with them so deeply. And it, I, this is what I always say, something that is worthy of being shared makes everyone else around them go, oh my gosh, that's so true. Oh, that just happens to be the name of our agency, right? Because it's all about this word of mouth marketing. It's all about wanting people wanting to share, not because they have to. But because right. it resonates. They want so to. Yeah. It resonates Saying, please share this is not going to motivate anybody to share it. No. Just and going, you know. telling all your friends, like, go, go, you know, react to or comment <laughs> on or share my thing. Yeah. That might work one time to get you a little bit of an engagement, but that's not a long-term strategy. So you mm -hmm. want to create content or work with a, an agency who is creating content for you that resonates with your people that sounds like you and helps you connect as a human being that sounds like you and that everybody is going, Oh my goodness, that's so true. And they're resonating in it at, they're resonating with it <laughs> at such a deep level that they just want to share, you know, they want to tell their friends because they're like, look at this, 
look at how amazing this is. And they want to be the ones that got the chance to share that idea, concept, thought. Because people want to be seen and heard. Like, and so if your content connects with them where they feel like you've seen them or seen something in them, or they've gone through that, or they have something to contribute to that, they will share it on their own. And you don't have to ask. Yes, absolutely. So if you are out there running a business right now and you're starting to do your marketing or you've hired someone to do your marketing, make sure that they are considering your organic strategy. Make sure that you are considering your organic strategy and make sure that the content that you're putting out there isn't content for content's sake, but content to connect. Because if all I'm doing is going, here's three tips for blah, blah, blah. That's so boring. Like, okay, sometimes they're not paying attention. Yeah. Share your three, (laughs) share your three tips with a story about why you screwed up the first tip or how you learned the first one the hard way. Cause no one just woke up yesterday and was an encyclopedia of experience. It's all because of our experiences. So what is the experience that drew you to know that these three things are so important to this type of business? Also, can we please stop doing the clickbait deal, which is like, these are the five tips that help me transform my business. The fifth one will blow your mind. And then the fifth one is like post every day, (laughs) every day till you die. That is not mind blowing and telling me that the last one is going to blow my mind so that I read all the way through your post is not treating me like a human being trust that if you've put content out there that I'm a human being. I like stories. I like to be entertained. I like to be on the seat of my, you know, on the edge of my seat. On the edge of my seat. (laughs) On the edge of my seat, like holding, hanging on to your every word. Like that's what human beings do. That's human behavior. I don't have to be told, read through all the boring stuff because the good one's coming. Right. (laughs) Like so bad. (laughs) So bad. Yeah. I mean, for example, like, and sometimes you guys, This is also something with organic marketing is the more you put out and the more you tell your stories and stuff, you're going to start to see what you're, what really connects with your people. And sometimes you'll think that you put out the most powerful, badass post and it gets like barely any response. And then you'll put out something and it gets three shares. Like I did the other day that I never dreamed that that post would get three shares of people that usually don't interact with me. So I said something in that post that made them feel seen and heard. And that was like a clue to me too, of how to hone in marketing. So to go back, circling back here to paid advertising, if you haven't done this work, your ads aren't going to convert. This is why having an organic strategy where you really dial it in and you understand what's working, then you take that. And again, like Amy said, you don't have to spend $10,000 to get ads that convert because you've already got data around it. I think that when we post stuff out there that that really resonates because we've gotten to know the audience, they're going to keep coming back for more because they want to know what it is that you have to say. They want to engage with you like a human too. And they don't even care if they, if at the end, the call to action is a sales call to action, they don't care because you've given them something of value. And if you could be real, be your own self, don't worry what you look like. Don't worry what you sound like, like just be real, be yourself. There's a quote that I love. It's what's most personal is most universal. Yes. We all have lived it. Yes. Meaning whatever it is that I have lived, you've lived it too, or something similar. You can resonate with that. So get personal, get dirty, get, don't get dirty. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, okay, so scratch that. We don't want too dirty. We don't want to know about your bitter divorce in every detail. But when you've healed and you're on the other side, we would love to know what it was like to walk out of that and find yourself because that's what's going to connect with the person who's walking through that journey right now. And to, you know, go back to Lima, the MC Chad, he always said something that I thought was powerful. And that is you share from the scar and not the wound. So when you're trying to figure out what dirty details, as Amy said, to share, are you healed from this? And on the other side, then you can be a guide from someone else. If you're in the middle of it right now, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Don't yes. be trying to give advice or tell your story just yet. Wait. Yes. And within your industry, though, if there's if you're working with clients and you're a service provider and something really like lights your soul on fire or you get like, I call it your savage rage. If you feel that coming up within yourself, don't hold yourself back and try to sugarcoat the thing. Say the thing the way that it is. Right. Just say the thing. Honestly, saying the thing is what's going to connect you with people when you water it down. It just loses its its power. It's It loses that connection. And people aren't as likely to go, oh my gosh, that makes me crazy too. That makes me feel the same way that you feel. Because they don't feel the same way you feel when it's been watered down. They feel enraged and you've like watered it down so there's no connection. And so instead of trying to always put yourself in a box, just let yourself say what you need to say and feel that that passion and that rage because that makes people want to connect with you. People don't want to connect with you if you're like in that middle of the road. I've been using that analogy a lot. I think I used it last time. Like in in a heartbeat, the middle of the the middle is like flatlined. Nobody wants to connect with flatlined. It's dead. You've got to exist in the ups and the downs. And so be passionate, be loud, get out there and say what you have to say, because that's where people connect. They feel that same connection. They don't feel the connection in the flat line. Exactly. And I think if you're looking for someone to help you on this journey, or you're looking for an agency, you know, if they suck at capturing your brand and your voice, they're not the right agency. You know, there's such a difference between posting on social media to post content for content's sake. And then there's capturing brands, sharing messages that connect, building loyalty, you know, creating a mini marketing like army of people who are loyal to your brand and share you because, you know, share the love. You want people who are bought in. And there's just so many agencies I feel like who just skim over the whole organic thing, which is a shame. Well, yeah. And ask the question, anybody who you're considering hiring, ask the question, what's your strategy? And if their strategy is, oh, we post five times a week and that's it. And they don't say how they post, what they're posting. If there's a strategy behind it, there is a difference between social media posting and social media marketing. And a lot of these quote unquote social media marketers or social media managers especially if they call themselves a social media manager, what they're doing is managing, putting content on your, on your page. They're not thinking through a strategy. They're creating something, they're creating content, but there's no marketing strategy behind it. So ask the question and it's okay to ask that question. And if somebody can't answer that question or doesn't answer it in a way that resonates with you, then move on. Yeah, I actually think this is a huge deal. We could probably do a whole podcast on the difference between a social media manager and a social media marketer or an agency and a solopreneur trying to, you know, have a workload. There's just, 
it's different and it's something that we see a lot. Absolutely. So ask the questions and that's okay to ask all the questions. And if someone gets irritated by you asking the questions, then they're also not the right agency or marketer or manager for you. And your business deserves to have someone who, who is aligned with the business, who you resonate with and who takes it personally, who takes the idea that they want to create connections and create a good, solid, organic strategy before asking you to invest in ads. A lot of people come to us for ads. That's sort of the kind of because of this conversation, because there are so many people out there saying organic is dead. Apparently people come to us for ads and we start those conversations with, well, do you have this, 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 this? And if the answer to any of those questions is no, then we're like, we need an organic strategy first. Let's do that. Let's not invest all of your money over here. Let's do what we need to do first so that when we're ready to put money behind ads, they're going to work. Ads are meant to make it louder, to create an echo, but you have to yell first, right? An echo only happens when you yell. Yes. I love that. Yes. Clap, clap, clap. Because this is so true (laughs) as, you know, our agency name, but we just had that happen. What yesterday on a sales call, someone with, and we actually were checking our boxes and we're like, Oh, I think we we were almost to like, yeah, I think this is, she's ready for ads. And they were like, Whoa, stop. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Eh, We got to fix that first. And you know, how many people would have just said, yeah, sure. Give us that money. And we'll, we'll run your ads because they're not bought in and they don't care and they don't have integrity. And I think that's a huge problem in this industry. And we can cover that in another podcast, but The takeaway here is word of mouth marketing is still number one. And number two, organic is not dead. It's actually where you should start. (laughs) Yes, that is definitely the BS for today is that organic marketing is dead. That's total BS. Don't fall for it. Get your organic strategy aligned and know that you're doing a good job. If you are posting organically and getting people to engage, congratulations, that's where marketing begins and you're doing the hard work that it takes to actually build out a marketing strategy. So good job. Congratulations. And if you need help, then there's nothing wrong with asking for help from an agency or a social media marketer, or you can come to us, check it out. So truedigital.com shameless plug, and we'll be happy to help. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the bullshit with crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.